fighters, you fighters should only want to get better. The more you win, the more you should work harder. If you think about losing, you're going to lose. All I ever thought about was winning. So that's all I know. Some days he'll come in the gym and he'll get he'll get a little frustrated at Roger because Roger won't allow him to go, you know, the rounds that he wants to, to go. I've been around the great ones. I mean, I've seen the Sugar Ray Lineage train, the Larry Holmes, the Mike Tysons. I've never, never seen a fighter train like him. He'll freak the train. He loves the train. I know if another guy's working 10 rounds on the bag, I got to work 30 rounds on the bag. If he's boxing 10 rounds in the gym, I got to box 17 rounds in the gym. I've always got to outdo the person that's on my left and the person that's on my right. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David E. Simons, yeah. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David E. Simons, yeah. Discover my gift, yeah, yeah. Discover my gift, yeah, yeah. But David E. Simons, Welcome to another episode of How I Discovered My Gift with yours truly, David D. Simons. I am so, so ecstatic to talk about what we're going to talk about today. It's something that I believe will help a lot of you listeners here in the journey of gift discovery. So for those that are new to the show, welcome discovering your gift. The show is all about helping people to discover, develop and distribute their gift to the world so that they can make a greater impact. And so if you're in one of those stages, this will help you. And today's stage, we're going to be dealing with the development stage, right? So after you've discovered your gift, you need to develop it. And there are some models and some examples in the world that have done a great job of that. And one of them is a controversial guy. Uh, a lot of people have uh, e either hate or a love relationship with this gentleman. And we're going to highlight, we're going to do a profile on what I believe is one of the best examples of development and developing your gift. And that is the legendary boxer Floyd Mayweather Jr. So today's session, today's episode, we're covering the lessons from Floyd Mayweather on why talent is not enough and why hard work is more important. So a little background for those that are not familiar with or slightly familiar with Floyd Mayweather Jr. is an American boxing champion and is regarded as one of the most profound boxers of our generation and if not one of the best fighters pound for pound in the world. And, and, and he's 50 and 0. He's 50 and 0. Yes, he won 50 times, um, some technical knockouts, some knockouts, but he is 50 and 0. He comes from a, a lineage of boxers, his uncle, his father, and, and he's now also creating and continuing that legacy. But Floyd is also known not only for what he's done on in the boxing ring, but off the boxing ring. There's some been some controversy, but nothing I think, you know, that is too crazy. Yes, he's lavish, he lives, you know, he does certain things, but I put all that aside, all the things you may hate about Floyd Mayweather Jr. 
And you have to agree on one thing. This man's work ethic is out of this world. And he has proven that talent is not enough. And so we're gonna go over 10 things that I have learned from studying Mayweather and some of his principles, some of his philosophies that have made him the greatest, in my opinion, the greatest boxer of all time. Uh, Ali lost, um, Sugar Ray Leonard lost, uh, Lennox Lewis, Hol uh, 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 Holyfield, all of them lost. And uh, I mean, that's that's a sign of a winner right there, right? We, we admire MJ, Michael Jordan, because he's six and oh, in, when it comes to championships. So we got to give the same respect, I believe, uh, to Floyd Mayweather, who is 50 and 0 in the boxing ring. Okay, so let's jump in. First thing I want to highlight about Floyd Mayweather is is, is something unique about him that that uh, is is his mindset. He always says that there are boxers that are faster than me. There are boxers that are bigger than me. There are boxers that are um, you know technically more good with their footwork or different things than him. So what he has is a philosophy that he will outwork any of them. And when you're willing to outwork somebody, even, this is what they always say, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. So though Floyd, Floyd has some talents in boxing, he also understands hard work is way more important than even his talents. And if you've heard his, his moniker, he always says hard work, dedication, hard work, dedication. And that is really what he lives by. So first thing, uh, this is not among the 10, but I think this is a mindset that you should have. One of the things he says is that the more you win, the more you should work harder. How many people think like that? A lot of people win and then they get they rest on their laurels. They don't think that they can. Um, they don't think they have to work as hard. They don't. They can think they can get comfortable. So uh, you see this often in, in the NBA, the NFL. Uh, how many times have we seen players who uh, get a get shelled out a major contract? Um, a a like a, a Chris Johnson in the NFL uh, got a major salary, and then after that they don't play as hard as they they once did. Um, Often you see people that are paid a lot of money, especially athletes, where they actually decline the more they get recognized. Um, that's not all. The, that's not true in all cases. You have you have you have athletes that um, continue to improve even as their finances improve. And and Floyd Weather, Floyd Mayweather is an example of that. So. I think we have to understand this this important principle that when you win, you got to work harder now. You can't you can't relax anymore. It actually takes more to stay on top than it does to you know climb to the top, right? It's it's a whole other uh, work and energy grind that you have to have. So let's go through these ten principles. Number one is this: Floyd says all he's ever thought about was winning, not losing. So many people think about losing and they think about failing and they think about falling and they think about how they'll, they won't get to their prize, to their goal, to, to their objective. And he is the exact opposite. He thinks so much on the winning 
and that losing is not even have you ever heard him say well you know we'll see i don't know if i'm gonna be able to to do it he's always confident he's always confident he believes that he will beat his competitor uh he will win even even if even if there's a hint of doubt inside him we would never know but i don't really think there is but um you know he has a winning mentality and it's it's about his thinking it's about his thought process something else i studied about him is that he doesn't he doesn't think he'll beat his competitors by um by a specific thing uh like like oh i'm gonna come in with this strategy he says this he says that all his competitors have come in with the strategy i'm gonna come and pound you and beat you and none of them have been able to do it floyd mayweather is the king of adjustments he knows how to make adjustments in the ring and that's what what separates him from a lot of boxers he's under he understands how to adapt to a situation and when you can adapt in any situation how how can you how can you lose you know so failing becomes hard and winning becomes easier when you have the ability and the mindset to adapt on the go and adjust yes he has a game plan but he uses his mind to outthink his competitors so that was number one all he ever thinks about is winning not losing if you think about losing you're going to lose number two outwork your competition floyd mayweather is known for outworking his competition on a high level. So he loves to train um, and he is always doing more than his opponent. If his opponent is doing 10 rounds, he's always pushing himself to do 30 rounds. He is outworking his competition. If you outwork your competition, you do, simply do more. You do more reps, you do more training. Uh, one of the greats in speaking, Tony Robbins, wanted to become a better speaker. So instead of doing, you know, a few speaking engagements a week, he, he was doing a speaking engagement a day, daily, enjoying it, did everything from free talks and Toastmasters and different things. And that's how you become the best is you outwork the rest <laughs> I like that. That's how you become the best. You outwork the rest. So um, tr Floyd is a master, tr master, master um, trainer at himself. Like he's so motivated, um, he really doesn't need a trainer. Um, and and he th though he has had his father and his uncle train him, he is so self determined to succeed and train. So he's known for you know if he goes to a club and enjoys himself. After that, he's right back in the gym working out. He if 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 his uh, competitor is doing a press interview. At the same time his competitor is doing a press interview, doing a press tour, he is working out. So he's training and he trains three to four times per day. Um, and even I, I, as I was listening to something recently is that he's still training. He's still training even though he's not, he's made it a lifestyle. So what you do needs to become part of you. Your training, your discipline, your uh, work ethic needs to be built into your daily routine. So he's in a constant state of training. It's, there's no confined training. He's not like, oh, I gotta go to the gym at 10 a.m. and then I'm gonna finish about 12. No, it's 10 and 12, it's three and four, it's seven and eight, it's 12 midnight. He's known for doing that. And that gives him an edge. 
Okay, so that's that's number two. Number three is persist when you want to relax. He's human. He wants to enjoy a good football game and enjoy some basketball, eat some chicken wings or do something that everyone else will do. But he understands this. Anytime he wants to relax, that's when he needs to persist. And and to 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 be the best, you got to work overtime. You got to work when you don't feel like working. You got to do what it takes to win even when you, everything in your body, your mind is telling you just just because your mind and body are, are there to um, provide safety to you. We were born with that. God created that in us that we um, naturally stop ourselves. So for 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 our safety, you know, um, but the truth is that you're going to need to push past the safe. You're going to need to push past the comfortable to get to greatness. And, and Floyd is a great example of that. Number four passion and the love of his sport are more of the motivation than money. Yes, he's known as Floyd Money Mayweather, right? He's known for money, spending, lavish. But if you look deep, you understand his journey, you understand his um, path. Money is, you know, is a byproduct. Um, he really is motivated by the love of his sport. He loves the sport of boxing. He loves combat. He has loved that from a young age. It's an outlet for him. And and when you when, this is what I what I said earlier, if you notice people that that love what they do, it doesn't matter how much you pay. He's made over uh, nearly a billion dollars in his career from boxing. Uh, that probably doesn't include any, uh, you know, just other outside money. But over a, he's made over a billion dollars, but nearly a billion dollars in boxing and if you make that kind of money, it, it could be easy to get comfortable, but he never once got comfortable because he wasn't motivated by the money as though as much as what you see, you know, his, his, his lifestyle and those kind of things are very present. Um, that's not his motivation. His motivation has always been to better himself, uh, the love of the game and to, to be the best. And, and he's done that TBE, the best ever. And he set a hard standard for anyone to, to come for his title and his record. Number five, gain the psychological advantage. Gain the psychological advantage. I kind of talked about this a little bit earlier as well. So Floyd is always thinking about how can I get a psychological edge? Well, one, one edge that you get from working out more than your competitor is you know that, hey, I've already outworked you before we've gotten in the gym before we got in the ring. Um, the other component is that when you when when he sees his uh, opponents like doing something, like I said, like a tour, when he sees them doing something, he literally will stop what he's doing and go work out because he knows they are doing something uh, to that is not consistent with the boxing. They're not they're not working out. They're not doing the things they need to be doing it to prepare for the fight. So think about ways that you can get a psychological advantage, whether that's a pep talk, whether that's a, um, a way for you to, to show yourself, because it's all about showing yourself and your own confidence to be able to do something that you can, you can do it or you can, you can beat that challenge or, or arise to a, a, the occasion of whatever you need to do, right? So that's key. Number six, be creative in your competitive edge. Be creative. So everybody's competing at some level. I believe we're, we're all we're all unique. 
what I mean, and you're competing, even if you're not competing with a competitor like Floyd in the ring, really Floyd's main competitor is himself. He's always trying to outwork himself, always trying to beat himself, right? And so for you and I, we have to think about how to get a creative competitive edge. So one of the things that he did was he would use weight training. Uh, he would use weight training on, on head weights to make his necks stronger. A lot of boxers use other methods of, of training, normal body bags, punching, th these kind of things. But he uses creativity. That's why I said he, he's a smart, smart individual. Um, he uses things to make his neck stronger so that he can take a strong hit. So when Shane Mosley hit him, it, he didn't bounce back anywhere. His neck muscles were so strong that he was able to take the hit. So you have to think create creatively when it comes to your competitive edge and how can you d d put a more of a competitive edge in your business, in your career, in, in something that you're doing. Number seven, comfort breeds complacency. Again, this goes back to his work ethic. He always says to train like he's poor. You know he's not poor, but he trains like he's poor, like he's he's going for that first fight. So there is no comfortability in his mind whatsoever. I think you're seeing a, a trend here of greatness. Uh, the, the greats don't get comfortable. Tom Brady, Kobe Bryant, um, Serena Williams, uh, Michael Jordan, the great athletes do not get comfortable and he trains like he's poor. He says that he, he, you know, his life is in the gym. He's spending so much time working on his craft and most people aren't willing to sacrifice on that level to become that great. Right. So it's, it's never it's never enough. Even when he won and, and win after win after win, it's never enough. It's not it's not I'm not I'm not satisfied. So there's a there's a good reason for not being satisfied because it allows you not to be comfortable it allows you to say you know what there's more out there for me to to do and 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 never get comfortable or prideful in your accomplishments so that's number seven number eight dedicate yourself to your craft you will constantly hear floyd mayweather say hard work dedication hard work dedication so greatness as he says is a small is a thousand small steps it's thousands of small steps. It's not a lot of big chunks. It's the daily discipline to do the small things well over and over and over and over again. He is so dedicated and committed to his craft. And, and here's, here's a sign of a person dedicated. They're never afraid to take advice. They're never too good. He would take advice from, from boxers, from from his coaches yes he may come off arrogant he may come off but one thing is that he will take the wisdom needed to take himself to another level and when you have that mindset that you're dedicated to your craft you don't care where it comes from if it's going to help you to be become better you're you're open to becoming better so you got to dedicate yourself to your craft you got to make sure you've made the commitment and how do you know if you're dedicated to your craft oh well it's basically this, whenever you feel like doing something or you don't feel like doing something, it doesn't matter, you still do it because that's dedication. You may not want to go to the gym, you may not want to box, you may not want to you know, work out, but you still push past it and that's dedication. Number nine, responsibility aids in your sacrifice. 
So Mayweather is is a father of of a few children, and he is so committed to the idea that I'm going to leave a legacy. I am. That's what he's about. He wants to leave a legacy, and who does he leave the legacy for? It's for his children. He's always worked hard. He said when his kids were born, he worked even harder. So responsibility can help aid in your sacrifice. When you're responsible for someone, something, or 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 um, that you're you're held to another standard, you're held to another level. It pushes you to another uh, another means. So you have to think about um, when you don't have that responsibility. You have to find what what are some things that you can add more response. Where are ways you can add more responsibility into your life that will help you uh, to work harder and sacrifice more. Number 10 is my favorite, is always affirm yourself. Always affirm yourself, even if you don't feel like it. Floyd Mayweather is constantly, when he's training, he's constantly empowering himself. I'm the best ever, hard work and dedication. No one can beat me, I'm the best. I'll beat anyone in this world. You know, he's constantly speaking, even as he's training, he's speaking, he's speaking, and you see it, it exuberates out of him. He never speaks any negativity about himself. He never speaks any anything that is contrary to what he believes about himself and about his dream and about his vision, and he's accomplished it. And so the power of words is very important. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope you took some notes. I hope you listened to this again. Remember that hard work is way more important than talent, and talent is never enough. We can learn from the great Floyd Mayweather on how we can add to our lives by developing our gifts and developing them into mastery. Have a great day, morning, whatever time you're listening to this, and we'll see you in the next episode. Have a great day. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I Dear listener, I would like to thank you so much for listening to How I Discovered My Gift with yours truly, David D. Simons. As a token of my appreciation, I would love to give to you my most important piece of work to date, and it's called the Purpose Gift Tape. It's a motivational mixtape geared towards helping you to identify your gifts, which ultimately lead to you discovering your purpose. This is a six-track album I poured my heart and soul into. It includes beautiful beats and amazing spoken word over it, and I'd love to give that to you as a free gift as a token of my appreciation for being a part of the community. So to get your copy, all you need to do is go to podcast.daviddsimons.com. That's podcast.david, the middle initial D, Simons, S-I-M-O-N-S.com and get yours today. Thank you for being a listener. I'll catch you on the next episode.